You're listening to Marketing Major at Josh and Mo, a podcast created for students by students who are curious about marketing. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Marketing Major. Uh, we have another entry-level job series today, and we're currently sitting here at ATB, uh, looking out at a very nice view of Edmonton. And uh, we're sitting here with Kevin. So Kevin, we'll just get yourself um, to give us a bit of intro about yourself and your background to start things off. Cool. Uh, yeah, thanks for having me, you guys. Um, my name is Kevin Espinito. I graduated from the U of A with my BCom with a major in marketing in 2017. I've done, I was in the co-op program as well. My first co-op was doing corporate communications for the city. I did a summer working in brand marketing at ATB, went on exchange for my last semester of school, and then kind of lucked out coming back to, to Edmonton, was able to work on the same team that I was at at ATB uh, and have kind of grown into a different role now. I used to work on the brand team. Now I work on the field marketing team. Our team now really focuses focuses on building solutions and tools for our entire front line. So it's really taking the beautiful creative and messaging that our, our brand team has created and as well as the solutions that our other marketing teams have developed and making sure they're effective in everywhere from our downtown branches in Edmonton and Calgary to, to Murnham or Didsbury in rural Alberta. And not just for our branches, but for wealth advisors and for small business owners as well. Just before we dive in a bit deeper into the specifics of marketing at ATB, can you explain just the overall structure and what it's like to work in the marketing department at ATB? So we would consider working marketing at ATB as being a client-side company. We, we have our own internal agency, but essentially the way that we operate is I, as a marketing coordinator, anybody on our marketing team works with the business side of our business to understand what their needs are, what their business goals are, and to translate that into marketing strategies and solutions that help support and grow their own goals. And in addition to that, because we have our own in-house agency and creative team, that allows us to work in a way that's similar to working in an ad agency. In that, although our clients aren't external, they're still within par part of the same business, they have challenges that are unique there are challenges that are unique to the teams that are working with small businesses across Alberta. And there are challenges that are unique to our frontline teams that are working on growing deposits or loans for, for families and for uh, individuals. And so in that sense, it's up to me as the coordinator or marketing manager to act as an account person, to understand what those needs are, to create a marketing strategy and in turn a creative brief that our creative team can work on, ideate on, and develop a creative solution that is meaningful and impactful and effective for Albertans. So you're, you're interacting a lot with like the branches and the people there more so? Yeah, so for, for my current role, uh, a lot of the, the asks and the inquiries that we get are, uh, I'd say, hyper-local. Um, and what results mean, I think, for a large brand campaign is, is very different in terms of what success looks like for that is very different in terms of what success looks like for one of our smaller branches in, in rural Alberta. For, for that rural team, I think it might just be a matter of the traffic that they get, how engaged the community is and how well developed the brand and perceptions of our brand are in that community. And that's a lot of what the asks are. So I guess even earlier today, I had a meeting with, with a team that 
was looking to drive traffic to their own location. And it, it's a matter of understanding what is it about their location? What are what difficulties are they facing? And really understanding what tools do we have that are already developed that we can finesse and work with our creative team to better tailor to that can help drive traffic and help drive whatever that particular branch or team's goals are. So it sounds to me like the the position you have now and even from dating back to the four years you've been here and your HB one oh one one position that the, the marketing experience here is a little bit unique than, than the average uh, because it's more hyper-local, like you said. And you do need some maybe some different perspectives and some skills to, to help you at this job. But taking back further to when you were a BCom student, what do you think maybe helped you prepare for a position like this or a career path like the one you have had at ATB so far? I think for a lot of students, and especially if you're listening to this and you're in your last year or semester of your degree, you're probably going to roll your eyes. It's It's... A lot about getting involved in your network, especially within marketing. I realized early on, probably within the first year or so of, of being in my marketing major, that I realized I could read this textbook as many times as I want. But I know that when I get on a job, when I start working, that I'm going to have to learn a ton more that I didn't learn in this, um, that I didn't learn in a textbook or a classroom. I think the, some of the most valuable skills that I got. I think technically was how to write a communications plan and creative brief. Um, the the advertising class, I can't even remember what the number is anymore, but that I think is technically one of the most important tools that I've used, particularly for this role and for the type of work that the marketing team at ATB does, um, developing marketing strategies and um, consumer behavior and market research. Those are all very important pieces to understanding the work that we do overall as a marketing team, especially the way that the marketing team at ATB is structured. We, we really talk about developing ourselves as fat team marketers. So initially, the type of work that we did, we'd kind of build ourselves up as generalists. But the way that we're structured now is we have a team that's really focused on developing marketing insights and working with our data team to develop meaningful statements and insights that'll help drive campaigns and drive consumer behavior in a way that is valuable for us. Um, we have a team that's focused on deepening and building relationships with Alberta's small to medium to large corporate clients and their needs where they look at a bank as someone who needs to be a strategic partner is very different from our consumer team's needs where they're trying to attract students who probably don't know much about banking at all, are probably scared and nervous to talk about their finances and probably only know as much about banking from what their parents have told them. So the way that we're structured now is it's a matter of developing a fat team marketer. And again, long-winded answer, but all of that to say, it, it's really based on the experiences that I've had. It's been less so the fact that I did this class and got this grade, but more so that I did this case comp and I was part of this student group and was able to do this type of work and translate those skills into the requirements that are needed for this job and the results that I drove and have kind of shown in my previous experiences, most of which aren't related to the classroom, um, will help add value to the positions that I'm looking for and working in now. I was going to ask too about when you first got on here, like for your full-time ATV job, what was the first like couple of weeks? Like, did you feel overwhelmed going in or did you kind of feel like you had the right skills to go ahead or? Um, so when I first started full-time, I think I actually started feeling a lot more comfortable in the role because I think so much of, of marketing is related to soft skills and relationship building. 
uh, one thing that I really valued as my time as an ATB 101 student is how close that I got with a creative team. One of the biggest learnings when I was an ATB 101 student was giving feedback. I had just, it was probably my first few creative projects that I worked on and I got the first drafts and proofs back. I gave it to my leader, asked him what his thoughts were. He sent them in an email. If you were to read them, they were probably a little bit harsh. I just copied and pasted that and sent it to the creative team. There are ways to better articulate and understand what's valuable from someone's visceral first comments and creating something that's constructive. And because of the relationship that I've built with the entire team, not just the creative team, I was actually really excited to be working with the same people again. Um, and I knew that I had built a solid foundation and understanding of what baseline expectations are for this role that I was kind of setting, already set up for a little bit of success moving forward into full time. Sweet. And then um, what were your like tasks and kind of responsibilities in that first year? In that first year, can I talk a little bit about my, my time as a, as a student? I think the first few projects that I worked on at ATB, we launched ATB Listens. That was probably, and one of the projects that I worked on, it was a multi-channel campaign. We had out of home, we had digital, we had broadcast, we were on the radio with Dave Mowat at the time. And one of the pieces that I got to work on was uh, supporting the experiential piece. So in we launched ATB Lessons on September 27th, 2016, I think if I remember that correctly. And we showed up in both Edmonton and Calgary with a series of pop-up concerts in a bunch of different places. We showed up at the U of A, we showed up at train stations, we showed up at parks in Calgary and Edmonton. And I had to manage the volunteers and work with our external activation agency um, on the logistics end. And I remember the very last pop-up, it was like the long weekend of Thanksgiving. It was the first snowfall. 75% of my volunteers, like last minute canceled on me. Um, the rest of my team hadn't, like one of my team was on vacation, two of my team were on vacation, one had surgery, could not leave their house, and it was just me. And I pulled through it. Like I, I took kind of the plan that I had. It was really just a matter of like thinking on my feet, working with the partners and the relationship that I had with the external agency. I developed a little bit of a rapport at that point and just making sure what was there and what we had was enough to kind of sustain the rest of the activation. Um, and it was, it was a massive success. The like even until now, you see year over year the growth and understanding of what ATB listens means and the perception of Albertans towards ATB. We see it grow, and it, to say that I was part of that, as even just as a student working part time, is is really cool to me. One of the conversations that I had with my leader, closer to, so I I worked for this in the summer and. Uh, became part-time in the fall working in ATB until I went on exchange. Um, one of the questions that I asked is, is the work that I'm doing as a student that different from that of a full-time coordinator? And the answer was no. The uh, really, the way that I describe marketing at ATB is the whole marketing team is in the sandbox. Your role, you get your own pail with sand in it. And as you kind of progress, um, your pail just gets bigger and can fit other pails. So the expectations of you grow uh, the the responsibilities grow, but the baseline of work and what you do on a daily basis um, kind of stays the same. It's just your clients are bigger, your budgets are bigger. Um, the eyes on your project, there's a lot more of them. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'd like to switch the conversation a little bit just to the whole like branding aspect of ATB. Because I think ATB is one of those cases where they do a really solid job of branding. But I'd like to get your perspective on just how branding has kind of changed over the years too and, and what makes ATB so recognizable as a brand. When I was in school, the statement, I think it was Simon Sinek or whoever the founder of Amazon, I can't remember his name. Oh, Jeff Bezos. Jeff Bezos. Yeah, <laughs> he was in some hot water now. The one statement that I remember in terms of branding, not just for personal branding, but for any company, any product is your brand is what people say about you when you leave the room. And I, I kind of carried that with me while I was in school in terms of the personal brand that I wanted to, to kind of carve and manage for myself and going into ATB. There are a ton of amazing marketers here that have really great experience um, that have worked on brands like Volkswagen and McDonald's and have worked in agencies in Toronto and campaigns abroad. And one thing that our senior vice president of brand, Carol, talks about was that a brand isn't just a logo on a poster. It isn't just uh, a tagline at the end of a radio spot. Your brand is every single touch point that a customer has with your company. Your brand is the first thing that you hear when you call our client care center. It's hearing a human versus hearing a robot. Your brand is whether or not your app is working on Thanksgiving weekend when you need to move money around. Your brand is feeling like you've been recognized when you walk into a physical space, into a physical branch. All of these touch points are our brand. And that's, I think, one of the parts that I'm most excited about and have found myself getting more passionate about the more that I work at ATB. Um, one of the recent projects that I got to work on was opening our first branch in three or four years in our Glenora neighborhood right here in Edmonton. And to see how our ex customer experience team has really taken in customer research and truly what our customers' needs are to develop spaces that are unlike anything else that we've developed. Each space is localized, features local products from some of our own business customers, uh, have a massive community map that shows landmarks from each of the community. It's really, it's, it was a really great experience to help open that branch and to tell the story of what type of experience you could expect when you walk into there. Um, so I definitely think that's how my understanding of branding has changed. It's not just colors and logo and language. It's, it's, it's literally everything. Brand is everything. Do you feel like maybe your approach um, to the branding here at ATB has changed as well over the years? Um, as the brand has grown, as the company's grown, you've been able to see it firsthand behind the scenes. Has it changed at all? I think our like our senior leaders have done a very good job of grounding what it means to be on brand. We're guided by our story, the ATB story. It is the reason why we exist as a financial institution for Albertans. So the stories are why, and we have 11 ATBs that are really our how. So when we know we're living the story, we exemplify and show the ATBs. So if the ATBs were a sign of the way that we act, listening is, is how, we, how we go about it by really not just sitting at a table and hearing words, but really digesting, understanding, and being empathetic to someone else's needs. Whether you're at ATB Place, and trying to develop a campaign targeted at certain groups within the Glenora neighborhood, it requires a level of empathy and understanding and listening to really create a campaign and experience that's effective for them. 
in the same way that someone who is meeting a new customer for the first time, it takes the same type of empathy and listening to make that person feel heard and important and less nervous about opening their first bank account. So I think I'd say my experience with what branding is at ATB has been really consistent because of those three things, because of understanding what it means to listen, because of the ATBs and because of the story. That's great. You've mentioned the empathy a few times now. And as a student who's who's worked a few customer service jobs, um, I feel like that's probably one of the, the biggest skills that I've learned by being on the field. And a lot of students feel that it's a waste of their time to work these sales or customer service jobs. But you were actually a bank teller a little while back. Do you feel like that experience back then, even though you didn't realize it, maybe prepared you and helped you for a position that you had today? Yeah, I definitely think so. I think the one thing that Sometimes people forget whether whether or not you work client side in an internal agency or you work with uh, an external agency and, and you are the client. Customer service, whether you're a server or my first job was putting away books at the Edmonton Public Library. And like my favorite part of the job was like when people would ask me where the washroom was because I was like, oh, I'm happy to show you and kind of take them <laughs> to the washroom. Um, customer service when you're 14, 16, 18 years old as a service or as a as a student turns into client service when you are managing large accounts and whether the need is where's the washroom or the need is we need to raise X amount of dollars by the end of this quarter. Um, and these are the challenges and situations and this is the environment that we're facing right now. It takes a level of empathy. It takes a level of putting myself in their shoes, stopping myself from being selfish and thinking about what I need in terms of I need to make the sale. I need to make myself look good. I need to make my bosses look good. And to really just, honestly, when, when I think about it, it's, it comes down to being a good human being. Um, about giving, like, yeah, just being a good human being, honestly. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so usually like uh, the last question of the episode is usually some sort of advice given or something like that. So uh, we had the question, if you had the opportunity to talk to yourself back when you were a student, um, what would you say? I think it would be two. I think if you asked me a year ago what that advice was, it would have been just this first part where I'd say, you're doing fine. You were, I was the type of student that, and I feel like in biz, I don't know if it's still like something that's talked about. There's there's the 20% that does 80% of all the extracurriculars and the case comps and all that stuff. And there's the 80% that don't and maybe I guess I was in the 20% that tried to do stuff, but then I'd always like find myself in this mental state of like, am I even doing enough? Am I, I'm not on JDC. I kind of low key hate doing case comps. Like, is that okay that I can't do that? Uh, or like I choose not to do that. So I think that's the first piece of advice that I tell myself is like, you're doing fine. You, you were passionate about what you're passionate about and it's okay to kind of move forward with that. The other piece of, uh, of advice that I would give that is a little bit contradictory to what I just said is lean into those passions more. Lean into what you're interested and curious about more. I think in my last year, I really started looking for external conferences um, beyond the province and job op opportunities outside of Alberta that I wish I had maybe given myself like six months, uh, a semester or two longer to explore more in depth and to build my network outside of Edmonton. Um, I'm super thankful for not just the professional network that I have here in the city, um, but the friends that I've made. And I do have a, a solid network um, outside of Edmonton as well. But there's always that maybe similar to the Kevin that was like, am I doing enough is 
I wonder if I just did that a little bit more, if I went to that one extra conference, like what would be different now? How could I leverage it today differently? So yeah, I guess those would be the two main pieces of advice that I give myself. No, that, that's a that's a great place to to leave off. And sometimes I do a, a quote of the day and what you just said, I feel like I'm just going to try to sum those up uh, into uh, some sort of a quote. And first one was just, you're doing enough, you're fine. And then just leading, keep leading into your passions. You'll be okay. Like that's a good way to wrap things up. Definitely. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Kevin. Awesome. Thanks you guys. Great. Thanks for having me. And be sure to keep an eye out for tabling for the main case competition. It'll be out soon. Thanks for tuning in.